Hello? You play to win the game. Let's go to eat a mm. goddamn snack. We're taking receipts, and I can't wait to shove it down everyone's throat when it comes around. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. You know, I forgot that he said that in the intro. How many receipts is he throwing down my throat today? Hey, nothing, because we got a lot to say about this coach. Ain't hey, hey, no receipts being thrown down anybody's throat right now. <laughs> Welcome to episode number 18 of Batter Jets Fans Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Granada, along with my co-host, Manny Palacios. And we have our second time, right, Justin? Yes, yes indeed. The second time Justin on here because he also has a lot to say. And it's, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be an interesting show. Manny's been getting on my case because yep. over the last twenty four hours, since I've been a little overly emotional, but I feel like I have the right to be overly emotional. We are gonna get into all of that and a lot more. Yep. But before we do, Manny, your team also lost. It's also riding a five game winning. Yep. No, no, sorry, five game losing streak. Yep. How are you doing, sir? Um, when half my roster was missing yesterday. Well, let me let me rephrase that. Half my roster has already been missing. But then any key component players that have been left were also out yesterday. I kind of said, all right, if we lose this game, that's fine. We're going to see the Jets. This is before, obviously, you guys played. We're going to see the Jets in Week 18, and we're both going to be fighting for the fucking playoff spot. Mm -hmm. Long behold, you guys choked a big one yesterday. Yeah, yeah. It was was, was pretty bad. And I think the worst part is that it it was like the first play of the fucking game. And I already felt I knew offer it. I knew offer it what type of day it was going to be. Once that happened, you're like, I know what's going down right now, because it, it, it was mm-hmm. it was it was embarrassing. Honestly, it was embarrassing. And then two plays later, they score a touchdown over our our little receipt uh, safeties with their tight end. It was just it was just a disaster. But with that, <clears throat> let's get let's start getting it. Let's go jump right in. Justin, Stop. tell me your thoughts. Yesterday's game. When you have ten days to prepare mm. for a do or die game on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. hostile environment, and you just no-showed on the Jacksonville Jaguars game, which I went to. You have 10 days to prepare, and the first play goes for 60 yards, and they score within five minutes. I mean, it was like, I think it was 13-25 left on the on, on the first quarter, and it was already down 7 nothing. That gives you enough of the game. We're watching the Jets long enough that in the first quarter, first two quarters, if I see how it's going back and forth, I can already get a feeling of how the game's going to go, and that's exactly how yesterday went. To, to, for the Jets to come out as flat as they did, and on offense, too, once again, starting off slow, starting off flat on defense, coaching, 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 and that's my biggest gripe right now, coaching. Mm. The the defensive aspect, I feel like that's been a constant story throughout the year. <clears throat> we give up an early touchdown, and then all of a sudden we tighten up, and then we just give up field goals the rest of the game. That's why they, people average 20 points. They, they get one touchdown and like four field goals on us. That, that's basically mm-hmm. how every game goes. I mean, they gave up a second touchdown on that third, that third drive, but the defense tightened up. The first three drives were all possession, were all scores. And the Jets' offense, again, complimentary football. You know what? The defense is not going to be perfect all the time. And nope. to be honest, they still kept the team in the game. So they may start off a little bit slow, but they will tighten up. They will get stops. Always. But on the other side of the ball, the offense, once again, running the ball just a little bit, getting almost nine yards a run, and then all of a sudden, they want to go empty set. They want to start doing these long developing routes. It's, it's just it's just dumbfounding. It's so important for the Jets early in the game to – they'll start off slow, but to punch back. And there was not one punch. It was like a slap or a poke. That was nothing. 
They had no juice on the offense. Running game was again right out the window. It was it was ridiculous. They were poking the Seahawks and they were just getting laughed at the whole time. Before before I tell you what I thought, Manny, you, you, I know you watched the game. What were you thinking when you were watching this? Did you think we had any hope after those first couple of drives? It's funny that um that Justin said it the way he did. That after that first play of the game, he knew which way it was going to go. Oh. Not being a Jet fan, but being battered enough by my own team, you could kind of get that vibe. Like outside of the Baltimore Ravens game, where they were obviously dominating us, and then long behold, two throws like five touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Outside of that, I know how the game's gonna go based off, you know, the, the I guess the emotions they're giving off on the field. Uh well, somebody I discovered on on TikTok, and I guess it's because I follow Justin. Maybe Justin knows her or not, but her name is Abby, and she's also on TikTok. She said the same thing that Justin said. She goes, as soon as I saw that guy break that run and go for that touchdown, I knew this game was over. What's sad to me is I thought it was over, but I never expected six points over. I expected you guys to make a fight out of it, even though, like, Mm -hmm. boom, you got punch in the mouth. I expected Mike White to get back on that field and at least get you guys right down the field, at least get you guys right down the field and get into field goal range. And I expected more than six points out of your offense, man. Listen, I'm, I'm not going to put a lot of Mike White. The guy's literally got cracked 29 mm-hmm. ribs a few weeks ago, and he's done everything in his power to get back on the field. I'm not even going to blame Rust. The guy, who knows if he's still dealing with some pain. I, I would assume he is. But six points out of your offense. I know your offense is dreadful, but six points, I, I never expected that. We've scored four touchdowns in the last five games. Mm-hmm. Now, two of those games were with Zach Wilson, which we feel like, okay, if he doesn't score any Ooh. touchdowns, that's fine. We kind of expected it. But Mike White was the quarterback for three of those games. Yes. Mike White doesn't get in the end zone, unfortunately. No. He moves the ball. No. Yes, that's what he I meant. He moves the ball. Correct. But I'm not sure why he just can't get in the end zone. Like, the first drive, he got us all the way down the field, then threw a bad pick. He just threw the ball up there. The next the – consecu- the, the following mm-hmm. two drives, we got field goals off of those. We couldn't get in the end zone, but he got it to the field goal range. He moves the ball. The offense moves with this guy. He just can't finish the job, and I'm not sure what the fuck it is. I, but I think I blame the play caller for sure. I, I just feel like it's. I think for Mike, it's, we've seen already three games of this moving the ball up and down yep. the field. Once they get yep. within the 30 yards, 20 yards range of the red zone, it it it, it stalls every single time. Like there's something about what the coverage is doing, whether they just. I, I can't under, keep my finger on it, but I think yeah. it doesn't help that they don't get the run game going. That helps them with the run game. The only touchdown they really scored with Mike White was that one run by Bam Knight against the Bills, all right? And they had a quarterback sneak against the Vikings. That's two touchdowns with Mike White. So, you yep. know, everybody talks about he's the savior and he's this is the guy we got to roll with. He gives us the best chance to win. You know, as much as you but, hate Zach but you Wilson, know what? I, I, but, I do, but I do think that he gives us the best chance to win mm-hmm. right now. I wouldn't call him a savior, but I'll definitely say right I, now. I, 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 most I fans act like he's a savior, and he's I not. Want, I want ten Mike Whites before I want but, one. Zach you know, White. but you know what it is. I think it's more than thinking saying that he's the savior. It's almost like you've heard all these stories about Kurt Warner and again Mark Brun. No, I'm a Brunel. Um, Mark Bolger and these guys that just came out of nowhere and then just became the guy for a while. Like Jets fans are like, maybe this is our guy. So it's not that you think he's the savior. It's that you hope he's the savior. And, uh, and after yesterday, and I know he was injured and it's hard to just discount what he's done so far. Cause he, like I said, he racks up the yards, Yeah, but I I think it's apparent right now for most people, he's not the guy for next for us next year. Can we talk about the the disappearance though? Like, can we talk about that disappearance though? Cause 
I think he still could be a manageable quarterback for the New York Jets. I think he's a great backup. After you guys shore up a few holes, like, obviously losing Hall was huge. Like, we didn't think it was going to be this big, but it was big, right? Yeah. And then the fact that... We've won two games since since uh, Brees Hall went down. Right. One guy that I expected last week when we predicted this game was, I said the one guy that you could be sure is going to show up to Seattle and ball out, who did I say it was going to be? Garrett Wilson. Where the fuck was Garrett Wilson this game? He had a bad drop on fourth down, too. He looked a little lazy yesterday. He looked a little lazy to me on a couple of routes. Just not as sharp. Not coming back to the ball. And the ball that Willen almost intercepted. He dropped the ball. You know, like it's kind of weird. Like I try to keep things consistent. So I'm tweeting out. Like I'm being a little bit petty. But I'm like, Mike White overthrows this guy. Overthrows that guy. And I'm like, I don't see the receivers throwing tantrums and showing up Mike White on, on, on these easy misses. You know what I mean? It's like I, I just well, don't because like. Because they the like him personally. I, I don't. I don't think they like Zach Wilson. Honestly, either, I think that's either way. way. And I think again, to me, that comes back to the coaching. How do you allow the team to align with one guy more than the other? You see Bailey mm. Zappi and Mac Jones. You think Belichick was going to let his locker room sit there and try to lobby for everybody else? You think Belichick was going to let the fan base sit there and boo Mac Jones off the field and stuff like that? They stuck with him. Yeah. And you know mm-hmm. what? Their defenses are making plays. They've been coming up with opportunities to score points with that team. As bad as we try to shit on Mac Jones, it's it's they're still in the they're in the playoff spot right now. They're yep. winning the games. They're making the plays. He's making enough plays. They've stuck through him, and I just think the coaching staff has just added more confusion and more made it more complex than it needed to be. And you know what? As much as you want to have the Mike F and white shirts and the fanboy stuff that I just have been driving me nuts, you still hold all these L's with Zach or Mike. The team yep. can bitch about who they like, who they want to roll with, who's a dog, this and that. You still have all these L's, guys. I mean, there's, I, there's, a, there's a constant here. I think when Tyler Conklin's your leading receiver for the game, and don't don't get me wrong, you know I like Tyler Conklin, Danny. Obviously, I love Gary Wilson a lot. But Tyler Conklin, six catches, 80 yards. He had a pretty decent game. So it's like you could blame it on Mike White. You could even blame it on this defense that we're about to talk about. But it was so many things that went wrong yesterday that shouldn't have gone wrong. And that's just my two cents from the game. The defense kept it close. We were yes, down two scores. It's like I think, I think it was the fourth quarter. They did enough. Down two they scores. did enough. They really did. But they always do enough. Over the last five losses, I'm sorry, not the last five. Before the Jaguars game, yeah. the five losses before the Jaguars loss, we had lost five games by a total of 25 points. Like we are in every single game. It's our offense that keeps letting our defense down. It's only so much they can do. I think at some point, they start. I don't want to say lollygagging, but at some point that has to get frustrating when you see that your offense isn't producing when you keep producing. Yep. Now, Sauce is still playing great football. DJ Reed still playing great football. Our right. line, Quinn and Williams wasn't didn't do too much yesterday, but our line still getting pressure. Carl Lawson got a sack. Mm-hmm. Uh, MJF got a sack. Like we're st- our defense is still producing. Our offense just needs to catch up, and unfortunately. We, we just haven't solved that problem. Now, I think the offensive line has a lot to do with it. Like, I know that everybody says, you know, everybody deals with injuries, but our offensive line stood up pretty much up for most of the year. They were playing decent. Mm-hmm. Yes, but they were. the amount of injuries just caught up to them. There's only so much you can do. Dwayne Brown might as well just retire because he came out of retirement. Yeah. He only had like two or three games left in his career because after the first couple of games, he's looked horrible. George Fant yep. has regressed. 
Oh, thank the, God we the, didn't sign him to an extension because he yes. has not looked good at all. No, George Fan has regressed. Uh, Lankin Tomlinson, I, I thought that we were picking up a Pro Bowl left guard, and I was so happy. He's looked horrible. I, I don't know what else we could do. Like, this offensive line needs to be rebuilt. Now, I'm sure AVT coming back is going to mm-hmm. help a lot because he's the, he's the best player on our offensive line. I right. don't trust Becton. Even if he's good, I don't trust him staying healthy. He's just too big. His legs just can't hold up his weight. So what do we have right now coming into next season? We have AVT and a bunch of question marks. Yeah. So uh, that, that's what has me worried mm-hmm. um, over the last couple of weeks. That's what has me worried coming into next year because no matter who's playing quarterback with, with the bad offensive line. Yeah. Let me, let me ask you a question. Are you guys in a position with good cap room next year? And the reason I ask this question before you answer it is obviously having a question mark at quarterback is going to be a detriment to any, any NFL team. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you have Brees Hall – the fact that you have Garrett Wilson, the fact that you have Sauce Gardner, Reed, Quinn, and Williams to build around, like not everybody can say we have these many key young players on our team. You guys could get away with that. My team could get away with saying that. I feel like if you guys have plenty of cap room, addressing that O-line can make you – you guys are at seven games right now. You could easily make be a 10-win team with the type of talent that you have on your team right now. Mm-hmm. I, I think we got good enough pieces. I the Jets are we a better team than we were last year in the last couple of years? Yes. We have some really foundational pieces. We have some good depth across the defense mainly. Mm-hmm. We got playmakers. Um truth, truthfully, the line, I mean, most of this line that dominated the Bills in that game before the bye week For is sure. still intact. I just think I don't know what could have happened. A little bit of Knicks, they just weren't executing down the stretch. It's very odd. Um, but again, Beckton can't be relied upon to be a left tackle, like um, like Danny was saying. Um, I think they're going to invest in the offensive line. You maybe make another signing, get ABT back. Right. That's going to be a big plus for the team. There is there still enough on this team to be a good enough team yesterday, next year? I think so. Yeah, you can sure. bank on guys like Reed and Sauce get better. Um, you know, guys like J- Jermaine Johnson. But there's still a lot of holes. And I, I, you asked the question about our cash base. I think we're about to be 15th in the league next year in terms of cash base. So we have some flexibility, right? And we can we are create 15th some in the league. Strong. And we have, we, we have as of right now, we're gonna have 15 million available. And you figured that after a couple of contract restructures, you gotta pay Quentin Williams. Like that's gonna take a big chunk of money right there. Is Quentin Williams? He and he deserves every cent he's about to get. Corey, yes, of course. Corey Davis is probably not gonna come back next year. Carl Lawson's probably gone, right? Carl Lawson's probably not going to come what back. Do about, what do you think about CJ? He hasn't. He hasn't. Who? CJ Mosley. Do you think he comes back next year? They'll probably restructure yeah. his deal. I think yeah. he's got. Yeah. A, I think he's got almost eighteen million dollars on the cap hit. Yeah, I think they're going to try to kind of resize. He's our that. highest paid player on the on defense until Quentin Williams gets paid. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think he's he's an integral part of our defense. I think people underrate what he brings to the yeah, defense a as, as a quarterback. But I, I don't think that he's worth the money that he's playing. For and, sure. And, and, you know, and it's it's hard for me to say. I'm not a fucking NFL player. Get your money when you can. You know, I, it's hard to say, like, you don't earn this much or you sh- don't deserve this much. But when you're talking about just, you mean, there's a salary cap. You got to work under that salary cap. And I don't think that he should be taking $18 million from that salary uh, from what we have. So I think he'll get restructured. I don't think Corey Davis comes back. Uh, I know this doesn't take up a lot of the cap space, but Braden Man can't come back. I'm just saying that because I feel like this is I feel like saying it. Please yeah. get him off this team. Braxton Berrios, I liked last year as a fourth receiver. Uh, I know last year he was like our second receiver. I like him as a fourth receiver, maybe. I do not like him returning kicks and punts anymore. No, 
I, no, I feel you like, can find somebody. You can find somebody to service that role in the draft. You you yeah, don't need like, to spend. As a kick returner, he, he he brings the ball out way too yeah. often. He mis he misjudges that, yes. and he brings it out to like the 15, 18 yard line. It's he like, also killed us on punts yesterday. I mean, let him hit down to the sideline, getting pinned at the one yard line. Even then, we don't get any returns unless he has a crazy amount of space. And I, I guess that's what happens when other teams have good punters. Yeah, and but this is going to be something that that's, it's a very it's a very dumb thing I'm about to say, and I and I recognize it before I say it. Here we go. But once I realized he's part of a reality TV show with some like the next Kardashian family, I don't even know what they're called. I was like, I'm I done with Braxton that. Barrios. Yes, yes, it's on <laughs> E. I don't know what the show's called. It's like some gonna, sisters, kind of like I'll the Kardashians. Go, I'll do this for you, go ahead. All right, but once I saw that he's dating one of them and he shows up on the show, I was like, I don't want no more parts of Braxton Barrios. Him and Zach Wilson can go wear each other's T-shirts somewhere else because <laughs> I want no more part of that. With that said, I do think Zach Wilson comes back next year. Well, yeah, I don't think he. Where's he gonna go? I I don't know, but he could go somewhere. You say mm-hmm. what changes? You put what changes need to be made. That's definitely one of the changes you need to. Zach Wilson cannot be a New York Jet next season. Uh, they haven't developed him. Truthfully, they I haven't don't... developed him. That's you, a know, good point, you know what's but... my favorite part? My favorite part is all the people that are saying, hey, could you imagine Geno Smith with this team? Hey, could you imagine oh, Sam Darnold with this team? So revision How many times have I read that tweet over the last 24 hours? I have Everybody's saying it. But what happens? You let these guys go, and you don't give them a chance. Like, look, I know... Hindsight is twenty twenty. People might not believe me. Maybe Manny. Maybe you remember. I didn't want to get rid of Sam Darnold. I wanted I to give him one more year. Yes. I'll be unless it was Trevor Lawrence. If it was Trevor Lawrence, give me Trevor Lawrence. But I didn't know who the Zach Wilson kid was. I was like, I'd rather write it out with Sam Darnold. That's what I said for a third year. Fuck it, let's go. But you know, we got Zach Wilson. I was like, fuck it. I guess I'll jump on the bag wing because I have to. Yeah. But I, I want to give these quarterbacks a third year. Like, I don't want to Josh Rose in it. I know that this is a second year, mm-hmm. but like I-, I wouldn't mind seeing them one more year. Now, okay. do I want him to be the guy going into training camp? No. No, he can't. Okay. No okay. Shot. I don't want him to be the guy. I, I could sign off on that. I-, I wouldn't mind bringing a veteran, a proven veteran. Everybody's saying Derek Carr. I'm not a big Derek Carr guy, honestly. Really? Gun, gun to my head, Zach Wilson's still on this team next year, but he okay. cannot be the one. Because, again, when you, draft, when you draft the guy second overall and the returns are not very good at all, you still have invested way too much. If he was a second-round pick, third-round pick, you could probably justify kicking him to the rocks. But second overall pick, again, across the league, he was rated high. It wasn't just the Jets that were in love with him because I think if the Jets would have went another route at the number two overall pick, San Francisco was going to take him. Somebody else was going to take Zach Wilson and put him into their program. So it's almost weird. How does a guy on a draft overall that is pretty good, right? Elijah Moore, you would say, is pretty good. Michael Mm -hmm. Carter, Michael Carter, too. Brandon mm-hmm. Eccles, they have contributors or yes. starters on that team from that draft. How is he mm-hmm. the only one that is absolutely crap in the bed out of everybody in that draft class? And look at this year. Everybody's either a starter or all-pro or rookie of the year candidate, something, contributing. Yeah, There is a real issue within the Jets' development process of this quarterback. And I think the front office is going to look at that wholeheartedly and they need to have some real serious conversations about how does a kid go from – getting pummeled in pa- in Carolina for his first game, throwing the ball over the rock, throwing deep bombs, looking confident. Yeah, he had a little bit of growing pains, but he's just a completely different person from what he was when he first walked into this league. And he hasn't had enough reps, but there's, again, you're going to basically pay part portion of his salary to put him on somebody else's team so he can develop on their program. I don't know. I just, 
I think quarterbacks need time. Patience is necessary. It hasn't been perfect, but he cannot be the guy. But I don't think he gets traded. I really don't. Okay. What are you gonna get? What are you gonna get for him, anyways? Like, who's really gonna try to invest into Zach right wait, now? I, I don't. Like, I don't know about what you man, can get for him. I would get rid of him for almost Manny. a bag of peanuts. Wait, Fuck that well, guy. Okay, so so I guess that answers my question. I was gonna yeah. say, if somebody offers you a six round pick for Zach Wilson, are you gonna give him, him right out the door? I think him right out the fucking door. Right out of the door. I I I, I think you're worse than, than than what's him. his name Greer. Oh, Chris, Chris Greer. Greer. My I think, Chris I Greer. Think, yeah, I, I think you're worse than Chris Greer if you're going to do something like that, sir. First of all, it has nothing to do with the player. I already told you this. Like other people of that have been in power, which will go nameless. You should know who I'm talking about just by what I want to say. You could do the job and just shut the fuck up. Everyone will be fine with you, whether you're good at it or bad at it. He himself, if, if he would have just shut the fuck up or answered shit correctly, put it politically correct. Nobody would have a problem with Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. I was in Zach Wilson's corner more than most other people on the Jets. But the fact that he came out with that arrogance and that bravado that he thought he merited, that he earned, he has it. And that's why are the, I'm, are I'm they just walking off the field. Sorry. Yeah. Are Bengals, Bengals said, leaving the field. They said there was a delay of game. I, I don't know what it is, but I got notified from ESPN that there was a delay in the game. They're all walking back to the locker room. Yeah. That's crazy. I hope, I hope DeMar, DeMar Hamlin is okay because that is scary. Um, Zach Wilson will be back, I think. I think he needs that that third year. And like I said, as a backup, that's fine. I, 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 I'm not a big Derek Carr guy. I'm not a big Lamar Jackson guy either. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't even know who I would want, but I, I want somebody here. And Let I want it to question. be Mike White. Let me ask you a question. Yeah, getting a Derek Carr or getting a veteran quarterback that's been successful in another system may work for you. But to you guys' point is not having the correct coach in-house that could develop a young quarterback doesn't – either you get rid of the said guy that's developing your quarterback and you're bringing somebody who potentially can, mm-hmm. or if you know that that's going to be one of your weaknesses, then you have to go the veteran route. Like you have to get a guy who's yeah. played in, in enough systems where he's like, you know what, I can make this work. Well, I, I, I'm going to throw this to Justin because I saw Justin saying that we need to basically just fire everybody. <laughs> So, oh, you're one I of those. You're I ain't say that. I'm not a sab- I'm not a saboteur. <laughs> I'm on the edge, but I'm not. I'm gonna be pragmatic here. Okay. So, so I throw it to you. I know Mike Lafleur. Everybody wants him out. Yes, I've read that. I've read that tweet plenty. Yes, everybody wants Mike Lafleur out. But I want to say 60-40, 60 keeping Rob Salah. Forty percent of the fan base wants him out. I still think more people want to keep him, but I still think the number's getting high up there. People are starting to get tired of the whole Rob Schaller thing. Like, where are we, Justin? How are you feeling about the OC, DC, and head coach? I think the defensive coordinator is fine to help turn the defense unit around. Salah, obviously, is being a defensive mind has really helped that defense really turn around. There's something to speak to that. The fact that the Jets have almost doubled their win total from last year, that does show incremental progress. But Mm -hmm. I think the offensive coordinator... For a rookie, I think the situation was just – it just turned out really bad. Rookie head coach, he has a rookie offensive coordinator that's never called plays before. Obviously, Greg Knack tragically passed away, which is – he was the most experienced guy that was going to be on the staff. They didn't really supplement that with somebody with experience, and they've kind of let LaFleur run loose with the offense the way he wants to with two – with, you know, um, with two seasons, like, unchecked. I'm fine with Salah staying back next year. I still think he's a good coach. I like him. I think the coaches, the players really like him. 
I think he's in a growing pain. I think he will get a third year. I think he should. I don't think there's any clear upgrade right now. There's no clear upgrade for the Jets to get a head coach right now without giving up capital like Sean Payton. And really, who else is going to come here? Are you going to try to get Brian? I heard Joe Beningo talk about Brian Flores and Rex Ryan. And I was like, I can't take that serious because we would just be laughed at. I think if well, Salah and Douglas are laughed at, I, I, I think, I don't think that you get laughed at for the Brian Flores. So I think you do get laughed at for trying to, for even thinking that Rex Ryan's going to return to the Jets. As much oh. as you love the Jets, as much as you love the Jets. He's not coming back to be a defensive coordinator. If Rex Ryan dips his toes no, back. No, 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 no. We're no, talking head coach here. We're talking head coach oh, here, Manny. Then I think he would. I think Rex Ryan would come back as a head coach. I so do he I. Loves, I think he would come back. He loves the New York Jets, Justin. So yes, he does. I don't think. I would he loves laugh. them. He can tell. He Could you them. imagine Rex Ryan with this defense? Can you imagine a Rex Ryan with the Bart Scott defensive coordinator position? I would just. It would, <laughs> it's almost. It almost seems like parody. So I want Salah to get a chance to fix this. I, I think agree. he's I think he's a really good people person. He deserves a chance to do so. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. the same way I'm I didn't like the way they handled in hindsight the Zach Wilson situation with how he handled the press conference. I think guys need to be given a chance to correct things, but you have to have the mandate and a set of clear expectation that you need to do something about this offense against somebody with experience. Well, I don't want to see them try to just go out there with LaFleur and try to grab Jimmy G. I think that just gets LaFleur off the hook as a coordinator. Look, Jimmy G doesn't feel good to me at all either because you're going to give a lot of money to a guy that's not hurt, that gets hurt a lot. Yeah, trying to build San Francisco East. And I just think the Jets need to focus on what they have in their room and how are they going to capitalize that? And how can you challenge the coaches to just be better? And who can you add to the staff that's going to be able to help LaFleur develop as a play caller? I mean, sure. I guess San Francisco East wouldn't be the worst thing in the world because San Francisco has been consistently good over the last mm-hmm. decade. So it's not the worst thing in the world to try to use that blueprint. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not a Jimmy G guy. There's a reason why they drafted Trey Lance so high. They gave away how much draft capital to trade up to get this guy because Jimmy G is not one. They, they can also be wrong about Trey Lance as well, by the way. Well, they True. probably are. I think they're going to stick with Purdy after this year. Yeah, yeah. But Jimmy G, on top of not wowing me when I watch him play, he's not consistently available. Right. So, right. I know why, all about why that. Would I, why, so why would I rely on that guy? It, it, you know what ends up happening? If we bring Jimmy G, get ready to be rooting for Zach Wilson at some point next year. Or you have to have somebody like Mike White or Gardner Minshew. Now, as your backup, right? It's, it's a tough no sell to the way. fan base on a sure. Zach Wilson return next year. But if he's still on this team, you better be ready to see him again because Jimmy G will go down at some point, whether it's going to be an ankle or shoulder. You just got to pray that it's not season ending. I, I, I feel pretty confident in saying that if we bring in a veteran quarterback – Mike White is no longer on this team next year. He's a free agent. Fair enough. I like that. That's a fair point. He's not going to come in to be the third-string quarterback, and he knows that if Zach Wilson's still here, that's what he's going to ultimately be. So there's no way that we have Mike White here next year. I honestly don't think he's going to come back, period, because I think we are going to look for a veteran quarterback. So I I think the Mike White on the Jets thing is over, unfortunately. I agree. I I think that the only only way Mike White comes back is says, hey, it's going to be an open competition with you and Zach at training camp. But if they're definitely going the veteran route, I see no point in having two veterans and Zach Wilson. But I agree with you. If they're bringing a veteran, Mike White's probably – he's probably the odd man out. I mean, I still think the quarterback room's got to be revamped. I don't think Flacco yeah. deserves to be on this team next year. You're not going to have Trevor 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 Trevor. No, no, Flacco's right. retiring after this You can year. live with Zach being on the, on the roster, but you need to have at least two options at quarterback. But the problem is, is a guy like Jimmy G or Derek Carr going to take money to come here and not have a chance to start or not be guaranteed the starting job? Because, again, De- – De- uh, David Carr just went out there and said that my brother wants to go to a stable head coaching and ownership situation. As the, are the Jets 
a, a, a an appealing place no. for a guy like Derek Carr to come if he wants to try a, to have you stability. Great GM. You guys got a great GM. That's as far as the stability goes. Everything underneath that is a question mark. Mike LaFour, in or out next year? Ooh, out. Mike LaFour's in. I think they're going to try okay. to stick with him. Really? I think I think with Salah's press conference today, we was talking about, well, I was in the same spot in 2018 where I could have been the scapegoat, and Shanahan gave me a chance to come back in 2019, and they went to the Super Bowl. Ooh. But I I just don't want to – It's with, with all this, you know, kumbaya, good vibe stuff, it's just – I'm just not trying to buy that right now. Okay. I, I I do think that they'll look at the production over the course of the season. The offense, did it have an identity? Was it consistent? Were we able to put up points? Look at the stretch. We haven't scored anything. Like Danny said earlier in the show, they're probably going to either say, okay, LaFleur, you're going to be here, but we need to bring some guys with experience just to help him. And I think right. that's what I think that's the right thing to do. If, if you're going to keep a guy and he hasn't done great, give him the resources he needs and the support he needs to be able to do the job better. But you think Joe, you think Joe Douglas is under any pressure because he's yeah. always he's always he's obviously drafted really well. And by pressure, I don't mean pressure on him. Do you think there's any pressure on him? Not as far as losing his job, but like, hey, you're drafting really well. Maybe the current coaching staff I have underneath me isn't the right one to get us to the next level. I think they're I think they're in sync. Salah and Douglas, they've talked okay. very highly about each other. The team did have some success and it feels like. Right. Ages ago, but they did have success with the team that they built together. They were flirting with the number one seed for sure. You guys had successes. They season. were in the mix, like seven and four. You know, even without Brees Hall, we felt like we were going places. Hey, mm-hmm. wild card spot. Expectations changed. I'm not going to forget about that as I continue to think about the season. Right. But I do think Douglas again comes from a place like the Ravens, where they have consistency and teams are always improving. I would be shocked if they go in with the same coaching staff, especially on the offensive side. Um, for next year. Unfortunately, I think that when you look at the season as a whole, mm-hmm. before the season started, I said, I think we get about eight wins, right? Eight to nine wins, depending on the bounce of the ball. Oh, we're perfect, at seven. Perfect. We could get You're to about eight, to talk right? about what I wanted to talk about. Uh-huh, go so, ahead. so when you look at the season overall, technically, a lot of Jets fans got what they wanted. They wanted to play competitive football. We have mm-hmm. basically all season. Most games, outside of the last two, we haven't lost by more than one score. Now, right. I, I don't. I think it was the last two games, maybe the Bengals game at the beginning of the year. Other than that, every loss has been less than one score. So we got the competitive football. We got seven, possibly eight wins this year. We're, we were playing for a chance at the playoffs on January 1st. What was the last time we had a meaningful football game in January? Long time. 2015, 2016, that Bills game where we lost to Rex Ryan and the Bills. So we got just about everything we wanted. We thought if we make the playoffs by some miracle, that's a plus. We didn't, but a lot of us didn't expect that. So this is these are all things that we wanted and we got. Right. Now, why does it why does it still feel the way it does? Because the way that plays out does matter. Now, if we would have started slow and we would have been two and five or two and seven, and then we finish strong and end up with seven wins, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, they figured it out. They, they started rough, but they came together. They got behind Rob Sala. They figured it out, and they're going to take this momentum on to the next year. Yep. But that's not what happened. What happened was the reverse. We started off hot, and then it looks like they just lost. They completely imploded. The coach lost the team. And I don't want to say he lost the team because I really do think that his players like him. So, right. so that I misspoke when I said he lost the team. But a lot of this falls on coaching. You can't be 7-4, and four, was it? 
mm-hmm. and all you need is two wins and you could possibly make the playoffs and then you go ahead and end the season on a six game losing streak that's unacceptable yeah it's unacceptable and unfortunately i feel like somebody needs to pay for that somebody will pay for that bottom line i i had a lot of fun with this season i really did and I'm trying oh, yeah, to remember. And I know Manny had a lot of fun with his Dolphins earlier in the season. You felt like you were going places. Tua's doing things. For sure. High-flying offense, big plays. We're going to the wild-car race. It's really cool. You're competitive. Again, it's going to leave a sour taste in the mouth. When you're 7-4, and four, the expectations do change. You know, with the Jets and a young team like us, we wanted to, beginning of the season, we wanted to win a game in September. Win a division playoff game. That's right. We just and we beat the Patriots. Win. That's right. We've done two out of the three. We didn't beat the Patriots, and we are nope. not going to break the playoff drought. And that's going to leave a bad taste in the fans' room. And bottom line, the owner, Woody Johnson is back. He's not this nice guy like Chris Johnson. Um, Woody, Woody cares about what's going on on the team and how we look. And in January 1st, in a year that when we started off, we wanted to find out, do we have the head coach and do we have the quarterback? Zach Wilson was in a hoodie with an earpiece in his ear with on, in a critical game of the season after being booed off the field by the Jet fans. Someone, like you said, Danny, has to pay for that. Someone's going to have to answer for that in some way or some fashion. And, again, it leaves a bad taste. And I think, you know, a little bit after the season's over, we'll, we'll digest it all in its entirety. But it doesn't feel good. It really doesn't feel good. Very disappointed. Before I get to you, Manny, because I'm about to go to Manny so he can get whatever. It's, I could I could see something just, just he's he's dying to get something out. Yeah, he's dying to get something out. But I just wanted to say, because you just talked about Zach Wilson being on the sideline. I went to the first game of the season last year in, in Charlotte in against the Panthers. And I remember I left that game. Zach Wilson threw like a 50-yard touchdown to Corey Davis. We lost a close game. But, man, did I feel optimistic about the future. Mm-hmm. If you would have told me when I was leaving that stadium that at the end of next year, Zach Wilson would be a healthy scratch on a 7-8 and eight team, I would have been like, you're fucking crazy. Yep. The Jets are 7-8 and eight and he's a healthy scratch on the sideline. No way. I had no idea who Mike White was at the time. And it's just, it's it's unbelievable how how things have changed in a matter of 16 months. Now, right. Mandy, go ahead. I, I, I can see the smirk on your face. What do you got? <sighs> all right, all right, all right, all right. The name of this podcast, Danny, mm-hmm. is a battered Jets fan. And it's going to ring you, truth for the rest of my life, bro. You're, 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 you're the battered fan CEO, let, mm-hmm. Let's go that route. Mm-hmm. You said, and I quote, mm-hmm. week one, and I laughed in your face. Yes, you said, you I just want to be in the fucking hunt. That's it. And on Christmas you, Day. And, and you got that. We did. So how dare you say, I'm disappointed. Somebody needs to get fired. You raised your stakes, and that was completely on you. That wasn't on the Jets. The Jets didn't tell you, hey, we're winning the Super Bowl here. Fans changed your expectations. Mm-hmm. The team didn't. The team played hard as fuck every single game, just like you said. You have the utter goal to say, well, somebody needs to pay. Fuck that. The mm-hmm. only person that needs to pay is Zach Wilson. Get his bitch ass out of here. But the <laughs> fact that you you are the batter CEO, you should know as, as quickly as you could get high, the season will flip you on your head and dump you in a toilet bowl, sir, and give you the swirly of your life. You, you want to know why I, I feel the way I feel? Tell me. Because you're right. I before the season started, I said Christmas Day. Literally, I said yes. Christmas Day. I want to be in that graphic in the hunt. And I said, you know what? You know, you know what the problem is? That we made it to that graphic. Yeah. And then won nothing in the beginning of November. Yes, you did. 
at the end of November, we were in that Christmas graphic already. Right. We got those seven even just wins now. Even by just the end now. of November. You were still in the. You were. You still had the basically but, your but hand this, on the, the balls. The, the thing is, I wanted to be in the hunt because yeah. we were fighting to be in the hunt. We weren't fighting to be in the hunt anymore. We were hanging on to the hunt for dear life because we just kept <laughs> losing every week. So we yes. weren't fighting to be in the hunt. Yes. We were nope. just just struggling to hold yes. on for dear life to be in the hunt. So that's the difference. I thought that if we were in the hunt, it's like, bet. We won a game in the beginning of December, lost two in a row. We'll win the next one. Yeah. I didn't think, hey, five-game losing streak coming up. Let's just fucking <laughs> hold on for dear life. Like, it's completely different. Like, the, I in the hunt that I had, I understand that I got what I wanted. Yes. And that's why, that's why I prefaced this podcast in the beginning of it by saying, we all got what we wanted technically. Yes. But, man, I wanted to fight for the, to be in the hunt, not yes. hang on for dear life to be in the hunt. And, and I get that. But the fact is – We might end this season with the top ten pick, Manny. I get that. True. Again, it could be tenth or eighteenth. At the end what of the, the fuck. At the end of the fucking day, everything that you asked for on your wish list for this season, you fucking got. It's not the Jets' and, fault. And in you February, to... I might feel better about it. Right that, now, I'm upset about it. And that's my point. As of right now, the, the vibe that you've given off to me for the last 24 hours wasn't the vibe of a battered fan. It was the vibe of somebody who's been a fan for maybe five years of this team and doesn't know any better. But you do know better. You and me, as Dolphin and Jets fans, know better that as soon as you're up mm. here, sir, it comes down. The team does this to you. <laughs> this is true. So, and that, and I'm gonna fucking rant on my Dolphin fans tomorrow. I'm not gonna take up your Jets show to do that. But as soon as we start recording the battered, battered Finn show, I'm not. I'm gonna go hard on my fan base, and I don't care how many subscribers I lose because at the end of the day, you're not gonna sit here and tell me how much of a fan you are, and then you're gonna tweet some of the stupidities. Like, for example, I'm just going to use this one, I'm, and, and you know, when it comes to trolls, I will not put names out there. Right. I had to stop myself from deleting, I mean, from writing to this tweet, tweeter a hundred times. He literally said, as my New Year's resolution, I hope Stephen Ross dies. That was literally Crazy. what he tweeted. Yeah, and, but... and I said, maybe it's a guy with 20 Shameless. followers, and with, with f- f- fucking 20 following and five followers. This guy's up in the five and seven hundreds. And I'm like, all right, so that means you've tweeted enough stupidity throughout your time to be able to get up there and just something like that irritates the fucking blood out of me. And well, luckily, Danny, I, I, Danny, I haven't heard, seen anything like that from Jets fans, luckily. You, right. So that's what I'm saying. I'm not going to go hard, but I'm going to go hard on you just because you should know better. But I'm going to go hard on my fan base tomorrow. But for me, as a disappointment, you, you've heard the intro. I can see anywhere between 10 and 13 wins just based off the talent that we had on this team. I'm not making that. So if anything, I should be way more disappointed in my team. Oh no, right, for than, sure. Then you Dolphins and yours. fans have to be. A, a well, considering you guys were doing Dolphins. well last year, fired your coach, started off brand new, and you know <laughs> we won seven in a row. He's like, "Hey, coach, deuces." But you know what? <laughs> I, I've never seen a more um, streaky team than the Dolphins. Yeah, you guys yes. lost like seven games in a row last year, and yep. then you followed it up with like seven wins yep. this season. Win the first three, lose the lose next the next three. three. Win, Win the, next the next five, five lose, lose the, next, the five. next five. It's like, holy that's, fuck. That's hot and cold. That's, that's bipolar team wild. Right for sure. That is wild. There's medication um, for that. There's medication for that. All right. So I guess we'll, we'll, we'll start touching up on next week's game, which unfortunately means absolutely uh, nothing for us now. Yeah. Um, but it still means something to Dolphin fans because you guys still have a chance to make the playoffs. Sure. But you need the Patriots to lose, and then you guys need to beat us. Yep. So a lot of – before we even get into the game, let's just talk sure. about overall. Let's do it. I've seen so many people on Twitter. 
I was going to buy tickets to the game, not even going to look at plane fl flights anymore, which I don't blame them. Why would you fly out to my, I mean, Miami's a beautiful place. And right now, if you're in New York, hey, we got some nice ass Perfect. weather right now. Let me tell you something. It's like, today it was like 75. It was yep. breezy. It was fucking low, low of 68. It was so in the 50s up here, I'll have to say. It was not bad. Oh, oh that's not that bad. It's not that bad. So if you're coming down here for the weather, I get it. But if you're coming here solely for this game, it makes absolutely no sense. Like, I, I, I agree 50-50 on you because you've said so yourself. And not talking just about this game. Miami has so many fair weather fans because there's so much more things to do in Miami, right? Like, yeah. if you're going to come down to the game, yeah, you should come down to see your team. But also, you're going to take in the city as well while you're here. Now, you, you literally traveled on a Sunday to go see your team and literally travel right back that Sunday. If you were planning on doing that, I agree. Don't come. But if you're planning on making a weekend out of it, you should still come and make a weekend out of it. No, yeah. for sure, for sure. And, and that's usually how I travel when I go to see the Jets or the Nets anywhere. I usually yeah. travel in the morning and come right back at night, whether it be plane or, or driving. Fandom right there. Um, yeah. So, Justin, did you, you didn't have any plans to come down here for the game. I'm going to my fam's house in Orlando this week. Okay. okay. So, I'm, oh, so probably, you... I'm probably not going to stream, I have to say. I think there's like – I have – Almost no energy to stream and get my reactions to this game. But That's you could you, you could drive down to the game if you wanted. Yeah, my dad and I were thinking about it, but I think the game has kind of lost its same luster. It's like I'm already 0-3 this year with Jet games. I've kind of a bad damn. jinx right now. So I, I I don't think I'm allowed to go to Jet games right now. <laughs> Just I won't well, allow and, myself to go. And let me tell you something. I think that we uh, – well, that's when we get into the game, I guess. I, I'm going to hold off on, on that yeah, yeah. real quick. I, I did want to ask you, Justin – over the last 24 hours, me and Manny have been going back and forth, and he's been yes. calling me a bitch for the last 24 Literally, hours. Literally, every <laughs> vulgar word that you could think of somebody, I've been calling because, for the last 24 hours. Now, let me let me explain myself to and, and anybody explain listening the situation. on yeah, YouTube. Explain, I'm going to explain the situation. the situation, all right? So here, YouTube listeners, please comment and tell me if you're on my side or Manny's side. Okay, here we go. Manny, for some reason, decides to deprive himself of sports because he only watches football and only follows the Miami Dolphins. I, on the other well, hand, wait, 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 I, I follow the NFL, but mainly the Miami Dolphins. Let's say that. Don't don't say I don't watch any other NFL team. Like I literally do a better gesture because I have to watch your team as okay, well. Okay, you, you know what I mean. Yes, you know what I mean. You only I have one, one, that. one team, only one team that Dolphins. you root for. Right. I, on the other hand, enjoy sports and yes. I root for five teams in five different sports. He does. This is how I keep myself sane from the Jets. Okay. Right, the Jets lost, but right before we got on here, I was watching the Nets mollywop the Spurs, and it had me in a good mood. Okay, so this is how I keep myself sane. Okay, with that said, on Sunday, I told Manny that I would go to the game with him. Right, we've been planning this out uh -huh. all week. We I'm thought it was going to be a playoff holder. game. Free ticket, bet, boom! Here to my boy. Free ticket, and and I'm I, I usually take it. Fuck it, let's go. I'm let's ride. I'm happy, and I I want to go to the game. But where's that? Where's that text? The Brooklyn Nets are in Miami on Sunday also. Mm. The Brooklyn Nets are riding a 12-game win streak. Their franchise record for wins is 14 in a row. If they can win out this week, they could break that record on Sunday here in Miami. Mm. Now, I understand that Manny doesn't understand what it's like to have more than one team that you root for. But I told him, Manny, I don't think I'm going to go to the Jets game with you. Because the Nets are coming down here. They're looking what time pretty do they good play? at 6, six o'clock. There's no way he makes it down to downtown Miami. Yeah, ain't no way. I no way. It, yeah. That because unfortunately, right. the, the Dolphin Stadium is, is up basically it's in Miami Broward. Gardens. Yeah. 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 
So there's no way to make it. So I have an option. I either pass and let me tell. And also last but that's year, not, okay, I'm an Inter have- Miami season ticket holder. I'm a I, I'm a season ticket holder to Inter Miami. I missed their first game of the season because I went to watch the Brooklyn Nets when they come down on another Sunday. Why do they keep coming down on Sundays? I don't know. So this isn't the first time I do something like this. I don't blame Justin, you. What do, wait, what do you, wait, what do you wait, 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 No, no. He, there's more to that. He said no because the game doesn't matter and it, the Nets are playing. Those, okay. Those do you okay. think I would do this if the game, if the Jets were in a winning oh, situation? Oh, it would have been no-brainer. If it was winning, then you of, were going to the Jets game. Of course I'm going to the Jets game. Yeah. Why the hell would I miss the Jets game if it's a winning in? At no point, but the game means nothing. Why the hell am I going to go? It does what mean does something. it mean? What does it mean? It doesn't I matter. Mean, I want to hear Justin's point before I, I drop my two cents on you. I'm going to say, okay, I'm a guy that commits to plans. If I committed to go to a game, I'm going to try to stay to that commitment. <clears throat> All right, one point. If, go ahead. Um, <laughs> But I do understand. I do understand Danny's feel. Like, yeah. I can just find happiness somewhere else with the right. other team that I root for. You know, like, if there's another outlet for you to enjoy your fandom, Perhaps you can go to the the Dolphins game because I mean not the uh, the Nets game because right. there's a good possibility the Jets could lose on Sunday because they can't score any points and maybe they score nine this week and um you know you six straight losses I mean it's it's to your rivals to the Dolphins I mean the the good benefit is you could ruin Miami's season finish a sweep we haven't swept anybody in a long time I can tell you that it's a good trade off but. It's, do you have a ticket to the to the Nets game yet? No, not yet. Uh, I would, I would, I would probably just stick with the original plans if it was if I was you. Truthfully, I would stick with my original plans. Right, if my bro so got the tickets for me. I'm gonna stay with that. Here's he here's he's a ticket holder. He has that ticket anyway. True. Which I could give that ticket to anyone else, but I want to feel that that energy. And here, here's the other point. Let's be clear: if the Nets weren't playing that same day, I'd go to the game. I get you 100. You can still I'm, go I'm maybe a little you. bit early if it goes bad. Yeah, no, 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 that's fucked up. I wouldn't want to. I don't want to use up that ticket and then like leave halfway through the game. I get that, but here, here's my two cents now, YouTube listeners. The fact is, you've said so yourself. You are a fan of all these other teams, but who's your number one? Who are you married to? The Jets. You're but married the Nets to are the a close New York second. Jets. Yes, that's but fine. The Nets are a close second. That's still your side bitch. Your main bitch is the New York Jets. Now, Justin, if you lived in Miami. And you only got to see your 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 main bitch. I only get to watch the Nets twice. If you only got to see your main bitch once a year, Justin. I'm going to go see you, the main. I'm sorry. That's my point, YouTube. Listen, you have a chance. I don't care if you're not playing for anything. You know you're playing for fucking bragging rights. Bragging rights used to mean something between rivalry fucking games. You they have bragging rights. If we win that game, the Patriots make the playoffs. That's fine. Well, if the Patriots lose, the Steelers could go in. Correct. Could yeah, could but they probably there you won't. go. And imagine all three teams fucking. But I also lose. think for what you guys then? do, for what you guys do right now with the content together, I think yeah. it does, you know, fit all like end off the season the right way that you guys finish the season together. You started off those the podcast together. Yeah. Um. You yeah. obviously didn't. Go, you guys didn't go to the football game in MetLife because it's you I know it's loved expensive. To. I would have loved to. But you could just finish the game. You know, if you had it planned for a long time, I mean, go go. I'll tell well. you this. The last time we're gonna see our teams live for a long time. I'll tell you this. Last year when we went, I, I forgot what the score was, but at one point it got out of hand and the Jets weren't in the game anymore. And Danny was just the whole game. It was, I think we only lost by a touchdown. I, on my phone. I don't do that phone thing. I don't do that. We phone only thing lost by a touchdown and never really got depressed. out of hand. That boy was depressed. All right, but I don't do that phone thing. I'm, I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy. That, I don't even tweet while I'm at home during games. 
I might send one or two, but rarely do I tweet during games. Justin, you should definitely come to the game as well, man. It would be great to see you in person. Well, I anyway. would have loved to have gone. I've had to steal a car and go down. I'm probably just <laughs> kicking and watching with my dad. I'm telling you, I am. I'm at the point. I am so disgusted with how this season has unfolded. Like to give this team more energy. Okay, I, I, I already was working before I watched the Jaguars game. I left work, drove through hell traffic in New York City to go yeah. to New Jersey, watch that game. By the third quarter, I was out because I had to work the next morning, like really early. And I worked that entire weekend. I had to work and all day. It was day terrible Christmas. weather for you and as well, right? It was, it was raining. Thankfully, I had friends that got me to the coaches club, and I was sitting there having a holiday ham in the uh, coaches club <laughs> while Chris Traveler, while Chris Traveler was over here throwing ducks to the fifty yard line. Like, and at some point, I was just like, okay, I can go, I can go home now because I have work in the morning. Yeah. And then I worked all day Christmas, watched all those things unfold for this team to still smack me in the face. I I'm think that's good. the worst part is that I felt like, hey, if we lose to the Bears, we're not making the playoffs. We won that game. Okay, cool. Yeah. Then yeah. I thought, okay, Vikings, Bills, we might lose those games. That's fine. Yeah. Then I thought, we got to beat the Lions or we're not making the playoffs. We lost. Somehow we're still in it. We got to beat the Jaguars or we're not going to make the playoffs. We lost. Still in it. Like the continuous hope is yeah. what kills you because every week it was a must win. And it's like these players got to get up for this must win game. And we lost three must wins in a row. Yeah, three must dead. wins. You can't I will tell say, me that's not on coaching. I will say, I think if the Jets had won that Lions game, I think they would still be much more alive, clearly, with the record standing. But right, I think right. that fourth and one and the way they mismanaged that final two minute drive, I don't care. You want you don't like Zach Wilson or not? He had the team 17 14, or was it was 17 13? We, we, yeah, we, like, we, we, we should have we won that it. game. We were in that's, it. We were up. Four minutes to go. I think that I think that fourth and one broke the spirit of the team. Like it was kind of like that Deshaun Fair Jackson enough. punt return against the Giants in 2010. That team Oof. lost all their type. Oof. All that team lost all yes. their desire to keep playing that season. Something that, that was the emotional point of our season. I think we were not coming back from that. That's why I don't kill Rob Salah too much. Is because yeah. he can't control what happens on the field. If Braxton Barrios catches that touchdown in the in the end zone with the Vikings, they win. If Somebody covers that tight, that slow ass tight end running a 51 yard just drag route and then takes it to the house. If somebody doesn't allow that to happen, we win the game. It's like I feel like there were a lot of moments where we should we could have and should have won the game. And he did everything he could as a coach outside of, of the players executing the, the, the play. What's up? Well, two quick questions. I mean, one quick question to both of you Don't you think that us no. as fans sometimes, you know what? Fuck that most of the times. Put too much pressure on the quarter. I mean, not on the quarterback, on the coaches. And what I mean by that is you could call and you could plan the perfect game plan for a Sunday, but it's still up to those players to execute what yep, you're calling. Sure. Now, granted, if you're calling wrong plays and you're getting chewed up every single time, hey, stop calling that bullshit. But you guys haven't been a team like the Miami Dolphins where you're just being stubborn. You guys adapt. Like, you guys have gone into a half, like, getting your dicks kicked in, and then you come on the second half and you show up. So you guys are a team of adjustments. My thing is when it just comes to the, solely to the New York Jets, I'm not talking about my team here. When it comes solely to the New York Jets, I think that I have all the faith in your coaching staff. I get Matt, Matt LaFleur is probably a problem coaching the young guys. But if you have a veteran quarterback in there, like I said, Danny, that runs or has been in plenty of systems to know what he has mm -hmm. to do, your team would look that much better. And my saying is for anybody on Twitter, or this, this is originally why I brought the point in my question to you guys is for people on Twitter just saying, oh, Rob Stoller got to go, Matt LaFleur, defensive coordinator, shut the fuck up. At the end of the day, you need the right quarterback in there. You need the right players to run said yeah. system. 
you guys don't you you guys are missing the biggest question mark, which is quarterback. And just alone on that, that's enough to say we're close, but we're quarterback away. That's just my but point. I, I think that Woody Johnson and Joe Douglas misfired with the hiring of a rookie head coach, rookie OC, and rookie quarterback. Okay, because it's, it's only happened. This is only the fourth time that it happens in the Super Bowl era. Fourth time. The the previous three times. I forgot who the coach was. It was EJ Manuel with the Bills back in 2013, yep, the head yep. coach in the OC. Make- was it was it a Mangini? No, nah, it wasn't Mangini. It and wasn't then Mangini. in the 70s, it was some the Colton. I forgot what the, the three right. trio was. And then the only time that it actually worked was in, in the 80s when it was Jimmy Johnson, Troy Aikman, and whoever the OC was. Yeah. That's the only time it's worked. Other than that, that's not a recipe for success. No, Why would not. you have that much inexperience all starting together in the NFL? It, it, it's It's a bad recipe. But anyway, so let's get into this the Dolphins game. I don't know if I'm going to go or not. What I do know is that two is not playing. And Correct. because two is not playing, I think the Jets have a really good chance to win. Just because although our de- defense hasn't necessarily been crazy elite, I think our defense can can stop Skylar Thompson or <laughs> Teddy Two Gloves. If we so, can't, we have bigger problems. Te- right, Teddy, well, Teddy Two Gloves has a broken uh, finger on his throwing hand. He won't be playing. So it's Skylar Thompson. So I think that our defense can be Skylar Thompson. Now, do I think we benefit from a win? No. Do I think that I'm going to be like, oh, we have bragging rights? No. I don't know where Manny's coming up with this shit. If he wins and he starts talking shit to me because he has bragging rights, I'm going to smack him in the face because it's stupid. <laughs> bragging rights to what? We're just a bunch of bad teams playing each other. Who the hell cares? So right. I, I don't think that this game means much, but I do think that there's a good chance we end up winning and we end up getting the eight wins that I wanted to get anyway in the beginning of the year. We'll end up with like the 16th mm-hmm. draft That's a great pick. way to look at it. And the Patriots will end up being in the wild card again, just like last year. And the Dolphins and the Jets will be wait, on the wait, outside wait, crying. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. All right, Justin, go. We've, wow. That was a terrible take. That very, Truthfully, the last 30 seconds of it. That was terrible. Sweeping Miami with sweeping Miami after all the smack they were talking about how much better they would be than us last year. I think that would be a pretty sweet way to end the season. Fair. And into that eight win total, which doubles from last year. You can kind of feel good about that. Fair. But of course, they'll have that feeling that, damn, bro, we would have just won one game down the stretch. We'd be right in the playoffs. Like that type of feeling is not going to sit well with me at all. But I do want to see the at least go out there and fight for some pride find a way to get something to build off for next year. Cause again, there's no football until September next year. Yeah. You know, there's so many questions with the team, but you at least want to finish off this season on a good note. Yeah. You don't want to end Miami's on a losing winning. streak. Right. You don't want to end it on a six game losing streak. Cause I just think that can only, it only makes it louder and it makes the conversation more toxic at the end of the year that we ended off on a six game losing streak, regardless of who we have at quarterback. Um, I just, I've had fun with this season. Like I said, I've had fun talking Jets con- and stuff like that throughout the year. Um, I don't want to see them lose six straight, and I don't want to see them, you know, help the Miami get to the playoffs. But, again, New England in the playoffs doesn't feel good either, but I'd want the Jets to show a little bit of pride that, hey, listen, we haven't gone things our way, but we we did handle business against Miami. Jets game aside, Jets game aside, who do you rather see in the playoffs if you had to pick one of the two? You got to see the Patriots make it again or the Dolphins? I'd rather see Miami because I don't think New England. Me too. I don't think New, I don't think New England deserves I don't to see, be there. I don't want to see New England in there New again. England will probably get shelled in their first matchup by anybody that they play. And they're such a bad team. How the fuck are they going to make the playoffs again? When I watch them play, I'm like, how the fuck is this team winning? Listen, how? It, they, New England, the Giants, it is a testament to how much coaching can help mm-hmm. your team get over the mistakes that you have on your roster. Um, You know, it's... It's just disheartening, but we got to try to find take any positives that we can the rest of the season. So I'm with you. I I I I mean, I do want 
I think we benefit from the Dolphins winning. I do. As far we'll as we get a better draft pick, we're gonna have to. We're, we're gonna oh, do it in ten to eighteen. Uh, and, and also the hate that I have for Boston and 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 everybody that has to do with Boston. I don't even need a Boston market. Like I hate that city. So <laughs> as as I I much rather see the Dolphins make it than than the Patriots. But yeah, I mean I know once the game gets started, I'm gonna want the Jets to win. Like I'm sure by the time Wednesday comes around, I'm gonna my, my feelings gonna change. Right now yeah. I'm just a little emotional. I'm just a little yeah. emotional. So you got them right, winning or losing? I have them winning. I think they're gonna win. I think I think our defense is good enough to stop Skylar Thompson. Okay, what's that score? What ugly score? Uh, well, you know what? I, they haven't even said who's gonna be our quarterback yet. I'm assuming it's Mike White. No, I think it's, it gonna, be I think it's gonna be Mike. I think it's gonna be Mike. I think it might be Zach Wilson. Okay, I don't so think Mike's one hundred percent truthful. I'm gonna say I don't think Mike's one hundred percent. He was sailing so was off, uncharacteristic. You, usually he's very accurate, and, yeah. and he wasn't accurate at all. Really, I think he really, went out there yeah. because he's like, I need to fight for my job and my contract because he's going to get a contract this offseason. So he went out there, not that he doesn't care about the team, but he right. went out there more for himself because he needs to try to get this paycheck. Yeah. So I think that's why he went out there. But I think he proved like with his inaccuracy that he's not ready to play right now. I think Zach might play this, this week. If Zach plays, I think <laughs> – I think we win anyway. <laughs> oh. but I, I, I he's already got a dub against you. Don't start, man. Yeah, exactly. That. Stop that. It's true. Stop like that. I th- your I think... team, your team got a dub against us. Now fuck ass Zach Wilson. Get out of here. Well, he would have had well, two I, touchdowns I, against y'all. Don't just saying. Come on, one man. yard away. Come on, man. Twice. Zach Wilson. Uh, I think we win with Zach Wilson. Twenty fourteen. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep it under twenty. I would say it'd be like sixteen. Nine, 16 to 10. I don't I think know. this team is, I don't think there's going to be a lot of scoring. Skylar Thompson is awful. Mike Ooh. White, eh, Zach Wilson right now, but, not but good. But the Dolphins, and the Dolphins have a really good defense. You know what? You're right. The Dolphins have a really good defense at home. Yep. So let, let me change that. Well, the Jets 17, don't attack anything on all 17, 13. 17, 13, 20, 20, 17, 20, 13. One of those, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be a little, hopefully it's entertaining for our sake. We just want to go out with a bang. Right, right. Oh, you guys you guys are going to go with the bang. Fucking foot on the ass bang. That's what's going to happen. Um, I hope to God. God, Danny, please let this, let, let this be one of those that you can record. I hope to God it's Zach Wilson playing quarterback for the New York Jets. I really do. Because that means he's going to give me the ball at least three times because he's garbage. That guy can't find an open receiver, so he's going to throw it to us consistently the whole entire game. He doesn't know how to scramble out of the pocket apparently anymore. <sighs> But let's talk about the defense. You're absolutely right. We do play better at home. Outside of Aaron Rodgers, nobody else has really looked good against us at home. Um, running game, we've kept everyone under 100 yards as far as running backs against us at home. So I don't know, man. I'm going to go with what Tyreek Hill said. I- I'm feeling for Tua, but I could put up numbers with anybody at quarterback. Well, how- what did he do last week? Uh, last week, I can tell you right now. That guy took so much shit. He's he okay. But he like, I could get numbers with anybody. It ain't like he was getting numbers last week. Uh, Tyreek Hill, four catches, 55 yards. Yeah, yeah. Numbers with anybody. He could eat a dick. He can't well, get numbers with anybody. Let, let's be honest. Let's be honest about something. Up until the point where he got hurt, because then he threw that 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 pick six. And I'm talking about Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy, mm-hmm. t- Teddy Bridgewater was actually having a pretty decent game. Because you know, you know how much I dislike Teddy Bridgewater from a player standpoint. Like, this guy's not going to do anything against the New England Patriots. But he was playing good ball. Um, I think that if he stays in the game, we probably win that game. 
that's just my my, my two I think cents so on too. that. I think so too. I think they would have battled back. Skylar Thompson and like Chris Trevler, it's give yeah. up football. Give right. up football. Right. I think with a week, what I saw from when Skylar Thompson played the game, Danny, you remember this? When he started and he had a full week of practice, he was actually looking really good against the Minnesota Vikings. And granted, we know the Vikings don't have a good defense. But nope. what I'm saying is when the opportunity is there to get the ball to where it needs to be, he was showing that he could do that against a weaker defense. Now, if that goes to what you've been saying, that the New York Jets haven't been playing good good defense. No, no, could- no. I didn't say that. I mean, you, if Skylar Thompson is going to score, he needs to score in the first drive or two. Right. Because I don't know why the Jets come. And they, it's like they don't. They Better catch is lacking early because we always lack. They, they need early. to right, catch a couple right. jabs to the mouth, and once they get jabbed in the mouth a couple times, it's like then they, they wake up. up. It's like all right, then they tie it so, up. Okay. So the Dolphins need to score That's in that first quarter because if you're not scoring in the first quarter, you're not scoring a lot that game. Period. Okay. That's a weird team. So I think, based off of what you guys were saying that you saw from the, from your team the last game at Seattle, I think that that's going to happen again in Miami. The fact that I think that they're going to show up and like, eh, it is what it is. I think that we have a fair shot of beating the New York Jets at home. Um, I'm going to go. We put up 26, and you guys put up the 13. So, yeah, there you go. Where the fuck are you getting 26 hey, from? Hey, fuck Hey, listen, Jets. our offense hasn't proven anything, okay? Because the Lions had no bad defense. We ran 50 yards and only put up 17 points. Right. Jaguars, we only put up three. Seahawks, we only put up six. We don't attack right. anything. I I'm giving you 13 for the, for the same reason I'm giving. Wait, 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 I'm giving you. I'm giving you 13 for the same reason I'm giving us 26. If Zach Wilson's playing quarterback for the New York Jets, we're gonna have plenty of opportunities to try to get into the end zone. That's my point. I'm Look, giving you 13 for the same reason I think Skyler Thompson is gonna turn the ball over to Sauce Gardner or to um, Reed on the opposite side, and then you guys are gonna get into good field after, position. After Week Three against the Bengals, we've only yeah. had only three teams have scored more than 20 points against us. Yeah. And it was the Seahawks with 23, the Patriots with 22, and the Vikings with 27. Well, if the Patriots could put up 22, we could put up 26. You can't put up 26. Yes, the Dolphins can. fucking suck. We put up 29 against the Bills. You can barely that's score with Tua on the field. That's fine. That's fine. And the Jets still Why, suck. What do you mean that's fine? We if put you could barely score with Tua on the we field, we're going to score with Thompson. against the Bills. What did you do against the Bills? Did you put up 29? When did I say we were going to score a lot of points this week? Did you put up 29 against the Buffalo Bills? No. no. But we did in their house, sir. Who was your the quarterback team that game? Dick. Who was that Tua. game? Tua Tungavailo. Okay, yeah, Tua. You're, you're, you're hyped because the guy that's the orchestrator of your great offense scored a full 20. How many points? Couldn't even crack 30. How many was it? 29. Against, 29. against, the, tw- against the 20th ranked defense, the Buffalo Bills. You didn't do it. You didn't do it. Because we have Zach Wilson as our quarterback. Well, exactly. And Zach Wilson's going to be your quarterback this weekend, and he's going to get mollywhopped by the fucking He ain't going to be the quarterback. They ain't going to put him. They ain't going to do that. Whoever's <laughs> the quarterback, your offense can't score on us because your offense sucks. That's fine. That's fine. The Seahawks just fucking mollywopped your, your defense. Now, Miami Dolphins are going to do the same exact thing. And what's that's the record, how I know, that, what's the record for the Seahawks? That's how I know that our defense is good because they scored 23 points, and you consider that a mollywopping. Hey, you really think you guys sucked. Scott, talk- you guys oh, sucked. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to get under your skin. Fuck the New York Jets and fuck Danny Granada. <laughs> I'll take right. pictures as we're whooping your ass and I'm sitting by myself at the game because you're a I bitch. Can't, I, can't come show your team. I can't stomach a loss to the Dolphins. I just, we got to snap the losing there streak. There you go. But they want to snap their losing streak too. I mean, something's going to oh, give. Can you well, they're actually playing for something. Yo, do you I guys wouldn't be know? surprised if all of a sudden, like randomly, like Sauce Gardner has to sit out for whatever reason. L- let me ask oh. you a question so we can end it on this. 
do you does anybody know the scenario if we lose the Patriots lose and um and the Steelers, the Steelers lose no no what if they lose does anybody know if any who gets in at the, that point the Patriots will get in oh so if all of us lose I, everything everything stays the same as it is right now all right bet everything cool. stays as it is right now fucking Patriots but we all said the Bills have they're still gonna fight him for that number one spot I don't, uh, it, but it all depends on tonight. Well, I, I, actually, I no. don't know if they're going to finish the game tonight. They, they, they literally commented. They said the that everything stays the same. The Bills, if the Bengals beat the Bills, the Bills move on to third place. Do you really think they're going to be fighting for second place? Like, they're out of the number one seed. They don't care anymore. Are they? Yeah. So that's it. At that point, they're just going to sit everybody. So you need the Bills to win against the Bengals. I'm trying, to see, I'm trying to see what anyway, the scenarios are. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I don't up. want to bore people with this scenario. No, so, no, no. While, while everybody, while we're looking this up, and by the time everybody hears this, everything's been already it's figured up. out. I, I appreciate you guys listening to episode number 18. Thank yep. You thank you guys. Joining us again. Um, and if you guys are going to the game, you might see Manny. You might see me. I don't know. I haven't decided if I'm going. Right, baby. Yeah. No, no. I, I have things that actually give me Cry, happiness baby. that are happening Cry, just right baby. down the road. So That's I might good. go to that. So we'll see. <laughs> But thank you again for listening, and uh, we will catch you guys later this week. We're going to have another Thank you, one, guys. Right? Much appreciate. Always a blast. Yes, I sir. Just... Have a good one, guys. Peace.